this is take two because last night I fucked up and I forgot to change the mic settings to the actual mic that I used. So it sounded like I was speaking underwater. So yeah, we're we're back at it. This is novels, novels it. and negativity and novels and nonsense. And uh, it's your girl, girl with the pink ski mask. And I'm here today with my lovely co-host. Tabitha at my to be read stash. You're, and before we get started, I just want to say that a couple of weeks ago we went viral and that was a surprise. And ever since we've been trying to get more than seven likes <laughs> on the video. So I said, get ready with me to give my boyfriend a rim job <laughs> on the World Wide Web on Al Gore's internet. And uh, that got me 15 <laughs> likes. 15 fucking <laughs> likes. <laughs> Please. I don't know. If I was scrolling mm -hmm. and I saw a woman in a mask that said that, <laughs> immediate response would be to send to everybody I know. <laughs> everybody I know would see that TikTok. So like, how did that not go viral? Because I would have been like, look at what the fuck is happening. This woman is in a mask and started with a rim job situation. Like, excuse Literally, me? Literally, because <laughs> I think that just says like how desensitized TikTok is. There must be some wild <laughs> shit going on there. I guess when you have people in a wheelchair there saying, is. have you eaten your vegetables today or some shit like that, then the mask and the rim job is child's play. They only want to see skinny hoes. And I'm sorry, but I'm a solid 70 pounds from being a skinny hoe so you're just getting <laughs> I don't know how long you've been on TikTok but Not I've been all. on it since it was musically it's been like a solid six years oh my god and you're riding deep oh I was a vine OG oh too. my god damn <laughs> I'm old yeah I'm old yeah. So anyways, I don't know if you remember this in 2019 on TikTok, a viral video started going around of somebody killing somebody else. What? Do you remember that? No, no, I was not on TikTok yes. until the panorama. Yeah. yeah, it was like a security camera footage and somebody walks in and like shoots another person in the head and they uploaded it to TikTok and it happens like boom, like right at the beginning. So like even if you're scrolling, yeah, it'll catch that shit would show up. And so everybody was terrified. There was like videos coming out being like, if you see, and they would show like the immediate like first clip they'd be like if you see this keep scrolling keep scrolling because they were trying so hard to take it off of tiktok but everybody kept resharing oh it like fucking God. nutcases like oh y'all are nuts God. yes it was terrifying. I will have a mental breakdown if I see oh that. Oh my God, 100%. <laughs> Do you remember the Netflix documentary, Don't Fuck With Cats? Okay, yeah. It was about yeah, that Canadian guy who decapitated a gay immigrant in Montreal and filmed it and then uploaded it to the internet. And that shit did rounds. And I was in the States at the time and I know people who actually went and watched it. Sorry guys, like big trigger warning. So I would skip ahead like two, three minutes. But he was in the bathtub and he like cut the guy's head off and then and, and he was like turning the guy's head around like this. <gasps> yeah. And then there was some necrophilia stuff going on in there and people actually, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. People dead ass watched that. I was like, you know that everybody who logged onto that site is definitely on some kind of watch list now. <laughs> FBI, CSIS, Interpol, they got all sorts of taps on yeah. your shit because who hears that and is like, let me Google yeah. it. You know, one thing is reading about it in books, like we're, we're thriller girlies. So sometimes, you know, books get a little graphic. Yeah. But even then, if I see something like eyeballs and knife in the same sentence, skip, 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 skip. Like I will flip to the next chapter. Right, right. I don't care. I don't want to see any of that. And just knowing that's real life shit, I could never sleep. <laughs> I literally could never yeah. sleep. Again. No. So yeah. No. Uh, I guess mask and the rim job just ain't doing it if you've seen that. <laughs> uh uh. They're like, all right, just another Tuesday. Yeah. I can't. Next, like, 
show me hoes dying. Anyways, guys. All right. So we went off a little. Let's talk about something Yeah, fun. we went off track. So let's get into <laughs> some actual nonsense with pick your poison. Then we're going to do the TBR check. And okay. then we're going to get into popular books that we will never, ever read and why. So here, let's get into it. Okay. Would you rather? Watch that guy getting decapitated in the bathtub, or <laughs> right, or the TikTok. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, post. A- I'll take myself out. Post a picture of. <laughs> yeah, no same. Post a picture of each poop you produce on Facebook. No. Or offer oral sex to the fifth person you see every day. You're just offering it. They're not necessarily accepting it. So you're either posting a picture of poop <laughs> you produce not... on Facebook. Come on, look every, at these luscious lips. Every time. Who's saying no? <laughs> <laughs> I know. That is a Sophie's choice right there. If I've ever seen one. I mean, obviously the loophole with the fifth person you see is I'm never going outside again. Not that not that I go outside that much. Like, <laughs> right? I all just Pierre five yeah. times coming in the house. <laughs> And then boom, the grocery guy. <laughs> oh god. Um oh shit. You know what? I think I would just offer oral sex to the fifth person I see. But let's go loophole free, because with Facebook you could just lock that shit down. You know what I'm saying? Like no friends, <laughs> privacy settings like your your fucking Snowden, like all yeah. that. Anyways, but yeah. Yeah, on Facebook, first of all, that's out there forever, forever, ever. And people right. will see and comment and share. But if I just, in an isolated environment, offer oral sex to some rando, the worst they're going to do is give me a little side eye and keep it moving. Or they say yes. And at that point, I'm True. hightailing my ass out of there. Right. You didn't, They didn't say you had to exactly. give it to them. So you if just I just have no. to offer, like, that's yeah, fine. And you want to say yes, okay, thanks. I'm flattered. But actually, no. <laughs> Now I'm calling right. the police on you. Yeah. So definitely, <laughs> definitely offering oral sex to randos for sure. That's gross. not even I don't want to, like, imagine just like 8 a.m. checking Facebook and I'm like, just a fat shit. Okay. Although I have seen a toddler <laughs> take a shit in a mall and the parents low key just like walked away from the dookie that the kid left on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's some Walmart behavior. The, literally, your kid just took a shit on the floor and you were like, what it all? Whose kid is that? Whose kid yeah. is this? <laughs> Where'd that come from? I do that when my kids are like acting like dicks in the yeah. store. I'll be like, whose child is this? Yeah, Josiah, Can you're you like, um, come get this. See? I'm clearly not black, so I don't know what you think this is, but get the fuck away from me. <laughs> Little child. Yeah. Josiah oh used to do some wild shit in public. He would sing jingle bells in like a scary he'd be like jingle bells jingle bells like in public and i'd be like please i'm just trying to get some bananas like can we and it's july it's like july (laughs) it's it's not december and he wasn't like two he was like five or six and i'm like please can we can we stop anyways anyways all right so we decided we're offering randos uh bjs and coochie lickings (laughs) taco monday (laughs) taco tuesday (laughs) Correct. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, on to the next. Let's do a let's do a little TPR chat. Okay. So yesterday when we recorded, Pink yelled at <laughs> the you like uh, when we did our tropes. When we did our tropes on Instagram, the fact that we didn't put bully romance is like shocking. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> so I put The Echo Man by Sam Holland. Yes. Okay, so I added that. And when I add a book, I immediately go to the bad reviews because I'm like, what am I in for? Is it goofy bad reviews? Like you do that make me... <laughs> interested like you're trying to you're trying to deter us like reverse like, this psychology like, yes this sounds I've got to see this yes or is it reviews that are like oh back away okay like, this is trash. but first of all why would you put the book on your TBR and then check the reviews <laughs> <laughs> maybe we want to reverse the steps there and look at the reviews because but... I don't want to forget I don't want to accidentally close out and then forget what the book was so I first okay. add it and then I'm like okay let me see what I'm in for and I said that I saw one from Jan B and you were like I know Jan B because I'm so popular on Goodreads and we're besties and I was like okay well, Jan, Jan B DNF'd at 20% because of the graphic violence, the unlikable MC with TMI of her adventurous sex life. And plus, I was bored. And I was like, all right, Jan B, I'm but out. I said, right. you let right. one rando who you have never seen her reviews. You do not know if you guys have similar book tastes, nothing. You saw one rando say, this bored me. And you were like, that's enough for me? If Jan B said it's boring, <laughs> once again, this fucking stranger, that obviously we have the exact same taste and what we find boring is similar. So <laughs> it's off the TBR. Like, what? <laughs> like, what are we actually doing? It just shows about? you how wild my choices are so when you see me give reviews and you hear like oh tab of the like this book just like take everything i say with a grain of salt because it is book wild here like nothing makes sense there's no rules nothing's happening don't take anything i say seriously. if you looked up impressionable in the dictionary there would be a big 16 by 16 picture of tabitha right next to it because like, that's her jan, jan b <laughs> Who's also she's like seventy two, so even the age thing is my life. Like a seventy two year old may be more pressed about sex than you are, so you might also just want to investigate that situation. But anyways, okay, so I did leave it on my GBR when I I was like I'm taking it off, and you were like leave it on, and I was like because I actually think you will enjoy it. And the thing I, also about Sam Holland is. I don't know if I've spoken about Louisa Scar before on this podcast, but she's writes one of my favorite yeah. uh, police procedural series, the Butler and West series. And I thought she was just like a little indie author, sort of. I mean, she's published by Canelo, Canolo. I don't know. Anyways, I thought she was just like kind of breaking onto the scene, a little unknown because that series, when I read it, had like 27 reviews per book or something. And then I find out that she's oh, okay. Sam Holland and... <laughs> She's definitely gotten a bag or two in her life already. So uh, I, I ordered the Echo Man and the 20 and I'm going to see like how similar they are in terms of writing style. But anyways, back to back to your reviews. Um, Tabitha caught a stray about saying that she liked what lies in the woods. <laughs> she caught a stray. I don't even think I said it. She caught a stray. I don't even remember talking um, about this book. The, the reviewer, if you're listening to this, absolutely no shade. But Tabitha definitely caught a stray. And, and the reviewer said she's never listening to Tabitha again. So I read that. And then I said, if you listen to this podcast and you hear that I write fart noise as some of my reviews, no explanation. And you said, wow, I'm going to listen to what Tabitha has to say. Yeah. That's on yeah, you, and, sister. And like, this is also you. no shade. That's on you. This is also the same person who thought that YA was a trope. So just just, just keep just keep that in mind. Yeah. But anyways, like why are y'all listening to me? 
I, I, I use my ears to read what lies in the woods. And, um, yeah, uh, when I got to the part where, where she's, where she writes with chess, not even being satirical or anything like this, but, but a serious attempt at being a badass when her male character says, Oscar, the grouch loves trash. I'm Oscar and you're trash. I was like, Oh no, I audibly gasped. I was, I was back in my seat and I was like, no, (laughs) you did not pull out the Sesame street metaphor in this book. That is a ripoff of the Slenderman stories. Exactly what you said. Bards. Like imagine typing this and being like, I, the hoe's gonna love this. Like, Fire fucking flame. Are you serious with that? Imagine if a man straight up said that to you, looked you in the eyes and said that, I would kick him in the nuts without one second of hesitation. (laughs) Like, straight fucking... I would just stare at him like... So yeah, that that one that was a hard that was a hard line to get through for sure when I heard that. All that was to say, disclaimer, ignore me. All I just say, Tabitha gave that four stars. (laughs) She gave that four stars, guys. I really did. Okay. Now what's on my TBR? So I saw this book on NetGalley. It's it was a wish only for me, so I I will be waiting like a peasant until it drops in January. But uh, essentially, this to me was given me like Silent Patient Remix. And what the story's about is this woman named Anna Oglevy, she stabs two people to death with no apparent motive. And then she just passes the fuck out, which is apparently, yeah, she just gets into a coma. (laughs) It's a rare psychosomatic disorder known to neurologists as resignation syndrome. Honestly, though, is that a real thing? Uh, I don't know. Did you let Google me, it? I'm let me look it up. But what a way Hold to on. avoid responsibility. The next time Pierre's like, can you take the trash out? And yes. I don't do it. I'm hitting a coma. I'm getting into a coma. <laughs> Stab him and yeah. then hit a coma. Okay. Resignation syndrome causes these children to become non-responsive. The syndrome, also known as a given head syndrome. What? Giving head syndrome? Causes children to start up. Upgiven Het Syndrome, oh, okay. U-P-P-G-I-V-E-N, yeah, causes children to stop walking, talking, and eating. They assume a coma-like state, lying prone with their eyes closed, disconnected from the world around them. Okay. I thought that was a made-up So stabbing. she stabs somebody, she's in a coma because she has a resignation syndrome, and then this forensic psychologist and also an expert in the field of sleep-related homicide... <laughs> Now, I'm not sure if that means because she passed out immediately afterwards or maybe she stabbed them in their sleep or she, I don't know. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Like, did she already have resignation syndrome when she stabbed them? And that's why it's sleep related. Anyway, so he's he he's an expert. In, we'll find in, out in January. <laughs> it's sleep related homicides. And basically, he's the last chance of waking this hoe up and getting the truth out of her. Is he going to kiss yeah, her? He's going to offer her oral sex. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> uh, that would that would wake me up. That would wake me up. I'd be like, no. <laughs> I'll take the jail time. Absolutely. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, that's if Silent Patient met Sleeping Beauty, that's what you would get. So I'm kind of interested because that's a different angle that I haven't seen, even though the plot is similar to Silent Patient. Yeah. But I kind of like that unique approach. So I'm I'm hoping that the writing is going to be really good because I feel like this plot could either be just like really ridiculous and I need the good writing to carry me through. Otherwise, I'm going to start picking that apart. 
Yeah. Well, I was able to request it. Well, so if they approve me, I'm going not to not share with me because we you. don't do that. <laughs> no. No. So instead, I'll just give you a play by play of what you're missing. Great. Out on. Um, yeah. And I definitely won't listen to that sex because sex. <laughs> I don't think our tastes are the same. Because who cares yeah. what I have to say? It's nonsense. Exactly. <laughs> She's the novels. I'm the nonsense. <laughs> Because it really could go either way. Like sometimes Tabitha and I, we really do like the same books for the same reasons. And then sometimes I read something that she likes. I'm like, Oscar the Grouch loves trash. Oh my God. And I forgot the fact that Naomi, when she finds out that Mr. Podcaster is a little sketchy and she's like, you lied to me. And then she lets him raw dog her in her childhood bed and come on her stomach. (laughs) Then she cleans herself off, hops out the bed and is like, get the fuck out of my house. Like, blah, blah. It's like... (laughs) like what whatever you say to me at that point i'm befuddled because literally like why did you let him why did you let him smash and now you're gonna act all scary and tough pick a fucking lane here anyways sometimes i give you stars for your audacity i'm like you know what you thought you thought you wrote it down that's a legitimate rating system right there (laughs) but then sometimes with sager i'm like you wrote that down with chest Minus a star. How dare <laughs> you? Really, yeah. Why are y'all listening to me? That's literally my my takeaway from this. Oh, get the grouchiest trash. <laughs> that one's gonna haunt me for a while. That mm. one is up there with the. Uh, I tromped into the parking lot of the Marriott, feeling like a cold bowl of chili. I still haven't <laughs> deciphered that one. So that one definitely is up there. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> anyways, hold on. I can makeup wipes are open and I don't want them to dry up. <laughs> okay, those shits are expensive. They're like $10 a pack now at Walmart. Okay. Can I just tell you to buy baby wipes? I, why are we buying to makeup wipes? Your, just buy baby makeup? wipes. They do the same? Yes. Okay. Yes. I'll give it a whirl, but if I get a rash, I'm Literally. coming for you. So. <laughs> I've been using baby wipes for like 10 years and I have the best skin on me. Actually, you do have amazing skin. I've been meaning to tell you that your skin does look really nice. Mine is fucked up especially for a caucasian of your age <laughs> you're looking good <laughs> oh thank you look at these bags under my eyes no but your skin looks like really good it still is plump mine just looks like a cracked desert nasty and the, my pores well, are we won't know unless we have a hundred patrons yeah. oh shit i forgot to plug that <laughs> guys join patreon you know the deal we have two tiers now one dollar for the little books to host three dollars for the books to host so go on over and find out which tier you want to be in we are 69 patrons away from hitting 100 so i can take this mask off and you can see these crater sized pores that i have on my face but yeah thank you for joining we appreciate it Woo! Now, Next is popular books we will never, ever, ever read. But let's preface this by saying nobody's safe as per usual. And like I said many times to Tabitha, you have to know when somebody has similar tastes to you. So if you hear me talking insane amounts of shit and you know that our tastes don't align, do not take it personally. I'm happy if you enjoy whatever you enjoy, as long as it's not racist, sexist, homophobic, anything like that, you can like whatever you like. But yeah, it might get a little salty. So let's get into it. Little judge. Yeah, a little bit. I am never reading Seven, hum- Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Period. Yes. Agree. By, by TJR. First off, you want me to read about seven men? <laughs> Ew. 
<laughs> now, how many how that many is... of them are doing Michael Phelps training? <laughs> right. So, like, I already can't trust you with one man. I mean, I can because I gave him five stars, but then you broke it apart. Exactly. And I was like, wow. <laughs> Wow. So while he loves her so much, so, he swam across the ocean for her. Oh, yeah. And meanwhile, yeah. wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm not reading that. A, because I don't care about seven individual no. men. Ew. Yeah, yeah. And none of them get murdered, I'm pretty sure. So, like, <laughs> and then I found somebody's review with quotes. Okay. Who's the reviewer? Um, but first, he wrote. Who's the reviewer? That's a good question. Did I um, screenshot that part? No, I didn't. But I can find it. Hang on. Oh, but meanwhile, while we're speaking about reviews, I have to tell you about the wildest Goodreads review that I saw. A guy who gave Anne Frank's diary four stars and then said (laughs) in the review, first of all, guys, I feel that giving that book anything less than five stars is anti-Semitic. I'm just going to cut and say it. Anyways, and then he wrote in his review that Anne Frank was hard to like because she was bratty and immature. Bratty. And I was like, a literal child in an attic. I was like, how dare (laughs) Anne Frank be going through it in her personal diary while she's hiding out in an attic trying to stay alive as a teen. I think that she has a free pass of acting however she wants, as long as she can get through this harrowing situation. That's just one of those things that even if you feel that while reading, it's like, you don't need to share that publicly. It's kind of like an intrusive thought, you know, just keep that one upstairs. Nobody needed to know that your opinion on a young Jewish girl who was hiding from Nazis. (laughs) Right. So, anyway. Also, I think that we shouldn't be allowed to rate books like that. A hundred percent. They should just immediately be like, no comment. Yeah. No comment. Read it. Shut the yeah, fuck up. Yeah, learn something from yeah. it. Whatever. You can trash it in the DMs, I guess, with your friend if you're like that gnarly. But uh, it's definitely one of those that yeah. like, you just, you give it five stars and you say banger alert and keep it keep it moving. Because, yeah, we don't need your breakdown yeah, keep on, it on Anne Frank's personality. Anyways, keep going. Really don't. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So the reviewer just is named Perry. Do you know Perry? No. Are you and Perry best friends? Like you and Jan not. B. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, first off, they wrote worst read of the decade, 2011 to 2020, Damn. or 2020. And they quoted, as Abe Lincoln observed, for those who like this kind of book, it is just about the kind of book they would like. <laughs> not bringing up the Abe Lincoln slander. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like know. mood that I'm gonna use that yeah <laughs> what what is the genre of that is it historical romance fiction? yeah historical fiction romance. yeah I uh I tried to yeah. listen to that one so, and I dnf that shit 10 percent in because the journalist was pissing did me you? off yeah, she was acting a fool in my opinion but Ugh. Okay, so then he shared a quote oh, that made me be like, oh. I say he, I'm sorry, Perry, if you're a woman, as if you're listening to this. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> I loved you so much that I thought you were the meaning of my life. I thought that people were put on earth to find other people, and I was put on earth to find you. To find you and touch your skin and smell your breath and hear all your thoughts. Smell your breath? Kill me. I'm not reading that. Smell your I'm not breath? I'm not doing it. Smell, smell your breath. Your- I'm not doing it. I quit. Absolutely not. Okay, that's straight out of... And that book is rated a 4.4. Yeah, it does numbers, and there's like hundreds of thousands of ratings on that. Smell your breath is some serial Wild. killer shit. Why do you want to... I have never, ever seen a fine-looking individual and thought, damn, I really... I feel like I was put on this earth to just get a whiff of their breath. <laughs> 
<laughs> the seven husbands yeah for sure that's just one I, I yeah i'm not reading that no 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 okay my first one is normal people by sally rooney okay and okay this book i feel like it has a very particular vibe it's mm-hmm. very like tumblr girls maybe you dibble dabble in some cocaine mm-hmm. occasionally it's just for a, it's it's a very specific <laughs> specific isn't it about teenagers yeah so it's basically it's just like this girl and this guy who kind of have this toxic relationship and that's the whole story and there's also no quotation marks in this book which is a federal crime because it's like the person who's always the devil's advocate who's always like well actually and it's not even whether they disagree with you or not they just want to be like edgy or something and that's how I feel about not putting quotation marks in your book why why would you do that it's going to be confusing it's going to be distracting because the reader's going to be trying to figure out was this dialogue or was it not what what am I looking at here anytime I open up a book no quotation marks I shut that shit immediately no stop that stop that (laughs) I don't think I've ever had a book with no quotation oh uh severance by Ling Mom so I really like the bliss montage that's a wild ride if you ever really want to get into that one I would do that with your eyes though so Oscar the Grouch Sesame Street lines don't just fly by you Yeah, go over Yeah, my you head. really need to get yeah. into this one. Anyways, okay, have you ever seen the TikToks from Delaney Rowe? She does these parodies. And there's this one, it's like the absolutely insufferable main character of an indie movie. Oh, yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. And yeah. so in this one, she's at the grocery store and she's like, you know, I just feel like people are like chips. Sometimes you got sweet chili <laughs> heat, got honey mustard. Everything is different. That's, that's the vibe. If you've seen Delaney Road TikToks, that's how I felt that this book would be. And so once again, I went on Goodreads <laughs> and I don't want to say that I was right, oh, no. but just listen to these quotes. Um, okay. Life is the thing you bring with you inside your own head. That's like something a schizophrenic would Mm -hmm. say to a therapist after they went on an absolute fucking bender. (laughs) If you're a psychologist and you hear life is a thing you you're immediately you're like, no, 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 no. Fake news, fake news, fake news. No, 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 guys. It's it's not what what's inside your head. No, 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 no. Right. And then next, if people appeared to behave pointlessly in grief, it was only because human life was pointless. And this was the truth that grief revealed. Hmm. Again, it's really a Tumblr quote that you would see with like a rainy window background. You know, it's all black and white. And it's got this in Times Roman font across it. Yeah, with the real eyes. Yeah, yeah. Real eyes, real (laughs) eyes, real eyes type of shit. You're just like, what the fuck are we even talking about? So yeah, once I read those quotes, (laughs) I was like, yeah, this is exactly what I thought it would be. And I just don't need to write, read somebody just sloganeering all over the place. I'm really good. Life is a thing you bring inside you within you. Like syphilis is the thing you bring inside your coochie. Like what the fuck are we even going on Uh, anyways all right next one i will also not read that i'm really good my next one is where the crawdads sing i'm not reading that either. oh my god first off the synopsis for that book is boring as fuck i've tried to read that synopsis several times and i am i just quit i'm like i 
this is so boring. And I wanted to try it again because the movie came out. Tried to read the synopsis again. And I was like, you can't even no, get past the synopsis. So She's boring. not even talking about the book. Right. Like, These two paragraphs. I'm not even talking about the book. I tapped out at, at right. paragraph one. Oh my God. Okay. Right. Where the Crawdaddies Sing. I watched somebody watch that on the plane. There was no sound. And I still could, <laughs> I could still glean everything that was going on. And I was like, are we serious with this? So she lives in this backwoods cabin or whatever yeah and then her family abandons her or dies or i know her mom's abused so her mom fucks off and then something happens with the dad anyways so she just basically grows up by herself at this place and in the movie her cottage was straight out of a pinterest board that place was incredible Like she wasn't living in any kind of squalor and she had clothes and everything. And then she was just writing books on swamp insects and shit. And then she almost got, it was just, I don't know. It was, it was, it a, was lot. a lot. And then there's that whole scandal with the author as well. Yeah. The author's accused of killing a poacher. Killing a poacher? Yeah. Or poaching? No, killing the poacher. Oh. Well, I guess then that's not as bad as I thought. I thought that he was doing, doing something <laughs> better. <laughs> kind of like so killing a rapist. Re- like, mm. <laughs> Dexter. So I looked at reviews. They just wrote, I am at a loss to put this book into any kind of genre. Romance, YA, courtroom drama, murder mystery. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, like, what do you mean? But that's, so that alone would stress no, me out. No, that, like, that's literally about? it. It just... It's a bunch of different genres Nonsense. and tropes and stuff just all kind of mashed together because I, I think there's, and once again, this is the movie. I'm not sure how close it is to the book, but in the movie, there's a little bit of like a, a racism storyline as well because like the people that own the shop that she goes to are black and so it's just it's doing a lot like you got the racism thing you got the she's like abandoned orphan she's there's the rape thing there's the random romance also her like her hygiene was on point okay anyways no, so yeah that was just uh this sounds insane. i feel like it was really designed really. to like maximum emotional impact by just taking bits and pieces from like horrible situations and then hoping that this will hurt somebody instead of just maybe sticking to one thing and doing it really well and delving into it. It was like, let me see how many different social issues I can kind of touch on in in one book to get everybody in their feels. I don't like it. I'm not reading it. You can't make it. Okay. Not that you were going to try to, but... Okay, my last one mm-hmm. is Kristen Hanna's The Nightingale. Ooh, okay. And yeah. Have you read that? No, 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 because her books are hella long and with small font. Oh my God. <laughs> no shit. Like I picked that up one time and I was like, nah. No. Nah. No. Same with um, Four Yeah, Wings. yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm not going to read Kristen Hanna. Period. I'm just going to put a big, broad. I'm not reading. Yeah. So it's like a war situation, which already like, why would I even consider this? But it's because everybody raves about it. Everybody is into this damn book. (sighs) (laughs) I'm not reading it. So then I found a review that's one star person doesn't have a name. They just have like a face, Um, like a little side eyeing face as their name. They don't have a name. Anyways. I didn't know that you could do that. Okay. Yeah. Me neither. Me Yours would neither. just be middle um, fingers. I'm just going to put a middle f- Literally, I was about to say, I'm just going to put a middle finger. Um, okay, so 
um, this person said she forget what she writes a chapter a page a paragraph hell even a few instances even one sentence earlier examples of course yes i uh, love she it forgets to i love when they bring she, the receipts <laughs> yeah yeah no, number one she forgets to age characters <gasps> this is the first chapter isabel is four and vivian is 14. vivian becomes 16 but uh isabel stays no four. no 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 that's a cardinal sin yeah that's fucked yeah 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 see the little stuff like that just irritates me because it's like the editor where are you on that one that's your right. job and of that. course i'm just like summarizing what she said because yeah. she wrote like full paragraphs love it yeah um number two she for she forgets the weather so isabel treks out of the house pre-dawn in quote-unquote knee-deep snow mm -hmm. and then steals a bicycle that same morning from an officer who is across the street in a cafe and she said so i'm from ottawa oh which in 2015 was the coldest capital on earth yes. and i'll pretend you can actually ride a bike in knee-deep snow you can't <laughs> Period. I am also from the Ottawa region and a hundred percent you cannot. The first, when I moved here, it was uh, fall 2018. That first winter was one of the most brutal winters of all time. And that was the year I was a receptionist at a medical office, grinding in the fucking streets, taking an hour long bus ride from downtown to that, that office. And I remember at night having to basically get on my ass and slide down these huge frozen over piles of snow <laughs> to get down onto the sidewalk so yeah immediately i i'm with her on that one that would just send me into orbit yeah yeah the next one she says she forgets where her characters are placed in one instance vivian exits her bedroom in the middle of the night to write down the jewish children's name on the kitchen table then finishes her job leans back thinks about her own kids for a bit then reaches out and strokes her sleeping children's heads what? then cuddles in bed with them so she's in the kitchen yeah. and then she's suddenly in her she kid's bedroom, teleports. no in between. Yeah. The last one is she forgets when characters have no money. Vivian stuffs new newspaper print in her coat for extra warmth and gets a tin can of oil in the queue, but has money to just hop on a train to see Isabel in prison. <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it was just one of those things where I'm like, yeah, this is too much. With all those pages, all those pages, and then this bullshit, I can't. See, that's the thing. She's writing that. too much, do but that. she doesn't have the Excel sheet to keep track. And also, I heard that right. the way that she writes, all of the content is with the sole purpose to make you cry. Apparently, her books are so yes. traumatic, over-the-top traumatic, because yeah. she wants you, again, to be in your feelings, and it doesn't really matter yeah. if these details don't line up, because I think people get so lost right. in the emotions they don't even realize that she's teleported upstairs into her kid's bedroom they're just they're like oh my god Correct. you know i can it's emotion yeah, i can't even read because i'm crying yeah. so much yeah so because those books right. i've seen them they're way too fucking long way too long way too long the only books that should be that long are fantasy and it's because the you world have building. to build a whole ass yes. world. But if you are put in the United States, Canada, <laughs> anywhere that everybody knows, yeah. you don't need to build that world for me. Yeah. I got it. I've seen it. I live it. You know, like what are we doing? No, I completely agree. And like with romance too, which we've said a couple times. We all oh, know that Lucy score. That shit's this Yes, big. that was one of them that I had on my How list. How much sex are y'all having? Okay. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. But I wasn't gonna say it, but now that you brought it up, I'll just go through it quickly. So it was things we never got over. I do like the covers, but literally, mm -hmm. are they not like six hundred fucking pages long for romance? And no, so I didn't know that. I always saw them forward yeah. and then somebody held them in a book stack one like, time and I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? 
is that like a trilogy <laughs> that they just put in one book? Like what, what is that? So yeah, Jesus. I read the, the synopsis for that one and immediately I was like, why would I pick this up? Because in the synopsis, it says Knox doesn't do high maintenance woman. And as soon as I read that sentence, I was like, oh, for fuck's sakes, here we go is another guy who, oh, I just, I don't like women who wear makeup. I like women who are like my homies who like sports. Okay. So smash your homie then. So smash your fucking homie. Yeah. And you know when they say high maintenance woman, it's just like basic hygiene. Somebody with standards. Yeah, where you're just like, sorry that I wanted yeah. to just put on a little mascara because I think I look better like that. And that's like high maintenance because I didn't want to roll out of bed like you and put a fucking uh, Under Armour tank on and call it a day and think I was doing something. Right. So immediately I was like, no, I'm not reading anything Immediately. where no. we're using the phrase high maintenance woman. And this is supposed to be your male love interest. So how am I supposed to be invested right. in oh. this guy? Yeah. It's not even like the bad guy. Right. It's supposed to be, we're supposed to be vibing with this guy. Anyways, I read this review and he owns a bar or something. And so he will avoid going to the bar when all of his female colleagues, period, sync up. <laughs> women, women, why are you writing men like Literally. this? We have fought for decades. We have fought for decades as if I was in the 60s with my bra off <laughs> to not have to deal with this shit. And you're romanticizing it? you fuck you for writing for, that literally like, I can't. you know who else does that l kennedy l oh. kennedy does that shit with her that off-campus series okay. i dnf'd her brand new one because the first chapter described the dude the the love interest and he was like i really like a chick with big boobs big ass well i was like why are we romanticizing this dickhead what are we doing i i, I wonder like, i just went off on honest i interrupted no, no, no. you it's like, <laughs> that's literally how i would expect a man to write a romance novel but you are not a professional if you are scared off from going to work because allegedly everybody's cycles have synced up together. And this guy, I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to find what redeeming about him. As soon as I see a man call, yeah, maybe they're just sick of your shit. Yeah, exactly. I would pretend they're to have my period. period. They're yeah. just sick of you. I would pretend to have my period to get yeah. to get rid of this guy. I'd be like, ladies, it's time for a month long cycle because ain't no fucking way I want this guy around. Here we yeah. go. Let's rev it up. It's like. As soon yep. as I see a guy describe a woman as high maintenance, I know immediately he's going to be an insufferable misogynist prick. And I do not need female authors to try to romanticize or redeem yeah. assholes like this. This is like the book that I read from Lisa Gardner and it was touch and go. And it really felt like Gardner was on a personal mission to like redeem misogynist chauvinistic pigs because the amount of times oh, that she <laughs> that she used the phrase modern caveman and alpha in a positive context was shocking to me uh, modern oh caveman like so the guy was super rich and he cheated on his wife mm -hmm. multiple times and the wife knew about it and she's like kept calling him a modern caveman because even though he couldn't be faithful to her at least he was protecting his family no no. We have evolved since then for you know, a reason. <laughs> right. We, we didn't take off our bras <laughs> for nothing. <laughs> we no longer pick berries yeah. for a fucking reason, okay? Right. The caveman era is over. <laughs> over. Literally, I was like, modern yeah. caveman? Anyways, so that was a bunch of nonsense. So when I saw that, immediately no. But yeah, my actual last one, obviously Akotar, because yeah. that shit's just too long. Oh. 
And and uh, and the poop. Yeah, and I don't need to read about <laughs> dicks and dragons. Like I don't I don't like either of those things that much to be reading six hundred pages of it. So I'm really good on that. Fair. And uh, there's this Fair. one TikTok that I see where she reenacts the scenes or whatever of Akhtar. And there's that one scene where the male love interest was teaching Freya or Fire Breath or whatever the fuck how to, to read. yeah how to read. Yeah, I, I couldn't get through that with a straight face. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sure there's some context behind that, but like, if somebody's gonna teach me how to read and they just sexed me immediately and are like, the first thing, the first sentence you ever learn how to read is, I wanna, I wanna blow your back out. It's like. <laughs> It's like, okay, but I still can't read every single day because now the only words I know is I want to blow your back out. So like, how's that going to help me in society? <laughs> Thanks, I guess. Well, it, do- it doesn't need to help you in society because it's a whole Beauty and the Beast situation in Akatar. She's like a prisoner from Not like, Beauty and the because Beastiality. she saved somebody. Yes, because I, instead of a tab does Coho, I did tab does Akatar. <sighs> and it's on my Instagram highlights if you want to watch it. And I was like, I'm sorry, is this a Beauty and the Beast retelling? Did I miss something? And somebody was like, yeah, it's it's got the Beauty and the Beast vibes. And I was like, that was a story that- Okay, it's a Stockholm syndrome. Okay, first of all, Beauty and the Beast didn't need to be told in the first place. Like that one could have been kept in the draft. So then to do a retelling, because why is bestiality romantic, period? Did you not fall in love with the beast at the end of the movie when he like transforms into I've never the seen cartoon. the movie, Paul. I wasn't allowed to watch Disney, remember? Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Be quiet. La, 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 la. She didn't know who Lisa Frank is. She's never seen South Park. Okay, first. This woman is pissing me the fuck off. I cannot handle it. In no. my defense. Have you ever seen The Simpsons? In my defense. You, like, what are we doing? It all comes down to having an Asian mom and being rich. Lisa Frank was only at Walmart and I sure as shit wasn't going there as a child. Okay. I had a Louis Vuitton at 16. I wasn't doing Lisa. I wasn't doing that Lisa Frank. (laughs) Okay. I hate you. Second of all, South Park as well. Like you think that my parents who thought that their education was their entire identity was going to be sitting in front of the TV watching South Park. I got a doctor and a computer science. You think I could sneak anything in my house? My mom was a stay at home mom and she said, stayed breathing down my neck okay listen i was watching mtv used to have a series called undressed do you old people remember undressed and it was set up like it was a uh like a camera Mm -hmm. in the corner and you're just watching this how it was before the real world so it was like right before real world and they were having sex and i was watching that shit at midnight taking notes on mtv (laughs) like at like at like 10 years old i'm like yes no first of all my mom used to unplug the wi-fi router every night at 10 p.m and she would take the cords into her bedroom with her okay so you couldn't even sneak out and and plug that shit back and she would take it into the bedroom with her and then re-plug it in at 7 a.m every morning and second of all oh my god okay my mom used to dead ass sometimes i would wake up and my mom would come into my room at just random hours in the night and make sure i was still asleep And then reach under my pillow and take my cell phone from me. And I was in high school and she would come into my room and make sure I wasn't texting again and take my cell phone. So you think I was doing what? Of course, that's why when I went to university, I don't know. This stresses me out. So yeah, (laughs) yeah, no, I I definitely was not. The the most sneaking that I could do was I had my mom had a Walkman. And so at night I would like bring it into my room and listen to Black Eyed Peas. That's as that's as like nefarious (laughs) as it got. (laughs) Anyways. 
So yeah, I wasn't, I, I didn't watch Disney because my mom said that it promoted women needing a man to save them. I mean, it does promote women needing no, men. No, it definitely but... does, but it was just a little ironic coming yeah. from her. I was like, didn't you stop working yeah, when you were right. 24? Like, what the fuck are you even talking about? Yeah. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I never saw it, but obviously I know the premise and I was like, so all y'all who are who are pissed off about gay shit on TV, but y'all let somebody fall in love with a werewolf and a fairy. Y'all are hypocritical. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, we got off track. This was a wild episode. <laughs> Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. Consider joining Patreon. All the links are below. Also, we have the Goodreads page um, if you want to see the books that we were talking about. Oh, yeah. We are, the last time I checked, we're one subscriber away from 200 on YouTube. So if any of you are listening, if you could subscribe, Woo! we would really appreciate that. And as always, if you want to leave us a five-star review uh, and rating, that also would be much appreciated. So yeah, thank you so much for listening and we hope to see you next week. Bye!